tuning in with Care Asia, bringing human stories to life. Welcome to Care Asia's Tuning In series. I'm Emily Fang, your host for this podcast episode. Today, I get to chat with Christine Wang, a multicultural professional helping companies on innovation and cross-border strategies between Asia and the rest of the world. She speaks five different languages and has lived and worked in multiple countries, including China, the US, Germany, Singapore, and South Africa. She is an entrepreneur, consultant, and leader with 10 plus years of experience in strategy, business model innovation, and commercial and go-to-market execution. She's currently the head of Asia for the Singapore-based Lufthansa Innovation Hub. Previously, she was a China CEO of Miro, a French AI startup, project leader at BCG Digital Ventures, and global leadership associate at Alibaba. Outside of her career, Christine is an avid documentary photographer and accomplished violinist. She is truly a woman who pushes her own boundaries with curiosity. So Christine, what does it mean to push the boundaries of self? Uh, was it something that was cultivated uh, during your, you know, your youth, or is, was there something that had triggered this mental mind shift? Sure, that's actually quite a big question, to be honest. Um, I actually think that it really comes down to motivation and your drive, right? And so for me personally, it. Um, has always been curiosity. So I was always really curious and open-minded towards new things, trying out new things, and um, also really daring to just like, you know, not care about what other people would think, Mm -hmm. but really trying it out. And coming back to where this is coming from, I think, you know, being Chinese, but growing up in Germany definitely had an influence on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was always a part of me that wanted to belong and kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to become more German, if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually realizing that the more I tried, the less I actually belonged. And so in a way, um, pushing my boundaries was sort of like experimenting with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I think... The, the whole idea of like not caring what other people think, mm-hmm. I think that's such a muscle that people need to exercise and mm-hmm. use. So for you, um, you know, extending on that question, like how do you exercise that? Or like how do you make yourself not care? Yeah, yeah so to be honest, I think um, I think growth really comes from struggling, to be honest, right? Like mm-hmm. self-growth, right, right, when we talk about like, pushing your boundaries it's really about like you have to sort of have that struggle in order to grow what I mean by that for me personally mm-hmm. so when I was 20 actually my dad passed away very young oh, and I think okay. that to me was a very impactful uh, life event mm-hmm. and I mention this because I think this is where I really started to reflect more and really understand that oh man like we're not invincible and I think when you're really that young mm-hmm. uh, you you kind of feel invincible you feel like I don't know, the death is like a concept from Hollywood. And yeah. I think for myself, uh, what I realized is like time is the most valuable thing we have. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me, like, what is it that really drives me in life? It's really making the most out of my time. Mm-hmm. And making most most of my time essentially means to care less about people and what other people think about me mm-hmm. and to really think about what are the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that really comes from my dad. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that, you know, that happened to you at such a young age. I, I do think that time is really valuable and not a lot of us 
recognize that until something happens. Um, but, you know, I've read your bio and the things that you've done and the way that you've utilized your time. Like, you've probably accomplished way more than, you know, people at 80 have done. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, extending on that, like, you definitely not pigeonholed yourself in any role or archetype, um, right, from photography and, you know, being a violinist and doing engineering and business development. How did you develop to how did you develop the courage to explore these pursuits mm-hmm. and you know what do you do when you start self-doubting yourself mm, good questions um so maybe just also extending on my answer i think mm-hmm. there has always been a natural curiosity mm-hmm. and then obviously it, it was coupled with some of the struggles around self-identity how to fit into a german society as a chinese looking person Mm -hmm. um but then also expanding on like the fact that i really early on realized okay my time is very finite Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of different things that i wanted to do uh such as skydiving for example traveling (laughs) and i think in a way when i think about like i guess like with what other people typically take away from it is like Mm -hmm. obviously i don't i wish anyone to to have to go through such a struggle yeah but I think there's something around comfort zone and being out of the comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I think ever since that happened with my dad, I've always put myself a bit out of the comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I started traveling. I tried, I, I, I don't know, lived in eight countries, different countries, mm-hmm. and really with this open-mindedness, mind, really tried to understand other people and what they care about and uh, really put myself out there. And I think that really enabled me to adopt a lot of different things mm-hmm. and not really follow a path that everyone else was like following. Yeah. You're definitely like an unconventional Asian. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess one thing I'm curious about too, like most recently, what has been the most recent uncomfortable thing you've done? <laughs> the most uncomfortable thing, probably circuit breaker. I oh yeah. Say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and it was uncomfortable because you know, I think I always try not to ha- to fall into a routine. Mm. I think routine essentially means being in a comfort zone, and being in a comfort zone means no growth, mm. right? You need that bit of a shake-up, that creative flow, that creative chaos. Mm-hmm. And I think during Circuit Breaker, you didn't have that, or I didn't have that. And so I felt really trapped, to be honest, because typically every month I would travel to, like, at least two places. And yeah. so... Um, I had to find ways to really create that chaos in my mind almost. Mm-hmm. What I guess like now that we're still in the midst of COVID, how are you channeling those creative juices? And like, yeah, what are you working on then? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, what works well is um, I have a lot of different side interests and businesses and projects. That's what keeps me quite entertained mm-hmm. so I just recently bought a piano for example oh so, wow so it's it's actually really nice because mm-hmm. I don't really play piano I can dabble around but mm-hmm. so that's like one alley um, I picked up oil painting again mm-hmm. uh, that's another one and then I have all these like side projects like my gallery that I want to like start here in mm-hmm. Singapore yeah. um, I'm also dabbling with some startup ideas with some other friends mm-hmm. um, but most recently I've also started just like 
organizing small random dinners. Mm -hmm. So in my network, I would just like put people together and like just have a nice dinner and nice conversation. So for example, I've actually organized a banana dinner, which is oh, which uh-huh. is essentially Asians that are non-Asians. Oh, right? like it's like you know they're they're yellow outside but white inside. I know this is probably in our time not appropriate to say, <laughs> but anyways, my point being like um, we had we had such interesting conversations around self-identity. For example, I had a Guatemalan Taiwanese friend sitting there. Interesting. A, Uh, Italian Korean friend right like mm-hmm. and it's it's so interesting to have these type of conversations with this type of crowd and then you know I would do like a female empowered dinner for example and and that's where I really get that creative flow flowing mm-hmm. yeah. creative juice flowing yeah so I think when you said banana I thought you meant like everything at the dinner was made out of bananas <laughs> I'm like whoa yeah. <laughs> but I I love that I think it's it's like dinner with like thoughtfulness put behind it right because yeah. most people you know when they go out and eat they're just like oh yeah talk about like you know daily things or talk yeah. about things that are you know nonsensical or a little bit more shallow but it's more of like you are purposely purposefully putting people together to uh, bounce ideas off of each other and discuss topics that really matter to everyone's core um so that's great and i might you know um use that idea as well <laughs> um so i guess you know for you now um what values are important to you right and do they continue to evolve and change um because you are constantly evolving and changing um and you know you've traveled so much and you're hopping from you know country to country but um yeah i guess like what values are important to you right now in this moment um so you know I work for an airline and I think the airline has been hit quite badly by COVID and mm-hmm. I think what I've experienced over the last couple of weeks and months is crisis management. Mm-hmm. And I think in a, in times of a crisis that's really when the true face of all the people come out, yeah. right? And it's really the time where I think leadership matters so much. Mm-hmm. And when I think about leadership, I think the most important thing that I realize and and really is important to me is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Right? So authenticity to me essentially means to really be centered with yourself and and actually also show vulnerability. And I think that's something that people don't show enough mm-hmm. in our uh, in our world today, um where you essentially tell everyone, look, I don't have the answer, but this is how I think about it and this is how I feel about it and this is what I promise you guys, right? Mm-hmm. So I think authenticity is something that I very much strive for or like which I find very important. Mm-hmm. Um and to really have the have that self introspection. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of my travels and I I guess like living in so many different places have taught me, I think um again coming back to this notion of like struggle and being in the comfort zone i think that traveling part really helps me to you know keep reminding myself to challenge the status quo of something right so i don't typically adopt um a thought or a belief just because everyone else is like following it but like mm-hmm. i would um have that type of reflection to really think about it and um but you know build my own position or view on it and i can do that because i travel so much and because mm-hmm. i see a lot of different ways of living and a lot of different systems or value systems mm-hmm. yeah i think that's great i think you're so right in being very authentic to yourself right and i think for you it's it, it 
you're constantly evolving and changing and maybe the only constant thing that you know you can hold dear and near is like your own authenticity because yeah you know, that's the person that you really have uh, control over right yes. um i guess you know what advice would you also give to those who are like not you know maybe they don't want to become you but they're like oh you know there are parts of um you know, great qualities that they would want to also, you know, be able yeah. to be more daring and be more empowered and yeah. be more authentic. Like what, what advice would you give them? I think two things. I think again, creating those opportunities of, of growth, right? So it's almost like you put yourself out there. You're trying something that you feel uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. And this is really where you start to, um, reach that aspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's number one. Number two is self introspection. Mm-hmm. So really being very honest with yourself and really sitting down with yourself. And actually, I've been reading this book, which I really love. It's mm-hmm. called Reboot. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, no, but it sounds like a great book already. <laughs> I like Reboot. So yes. it's uh-huh. it's this guy who calls himself a, a startup CEO coach. Okay. So. You, you know, as a co, as a CEO of any type of company, mm-hmm. you're always like under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And the book, the the book is really great. But I think what's even greater is um, at each chapter he also has like some homework questions for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think answering these questions for yourself mm-hmm. are really great. So for example, he asked, um, like, what are what is it that runs you down, or how how or like what are what are ways that you run yourself down and exhaust yourself, mm-hmm. right? And really sitting there and answering those questions honestly for yourself, I think is very powerful. Another question is, for example, where are you running from and where to? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And or how are you complicit in the type of life that you never wanted? Okay. Right. So, so I think those are very deep questions, and I think those questions are the right questions to ask to really like sit down and be become really authentic with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a book I really recommend, um, which I think is very helpful. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that recommendation. I think, um, especially you know, now that I have more time on my hands, I also like want to read more as well. And in a way, I think books that allow you to sit and make you write, it's, it helps a lot because they have, they've also said that like just intro, being introspective and writing things down, it makes you be okay. It makes you be more okay with being by yourself. And I think during COVID, like not a lot of people are okay being by themselves or with yeah. their own thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I think that's great. Um, I guess. So like, you know, just to kind of wrap this up and as my last question, um, what are your forward looking thoughts, right? Like, you know, as you are continuously pushing the boundaries of self, like, you know, what's your next move? And, you know, I know you've done all these things already, but yeah, like what's the next move of Christine's life? <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a good question also. Um, I think for me, the next couple of years is all about living up to my full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my 20s were always guided by proving myself, mm. right? Um, and then now you, you, you've you built your great career. You have all of these brand names on your CV. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you kind of have this like gap now. You're like, okay, what what's next, right? And I think for me personally, just because I'm also very creative, um, I would love to be able to like build this up 
this brand of like a, of being an artist. Mm -hmm. um, I want to give back through uh, building communities of people. Um, and I don't know, I think having more control over my time again, yeah. right? And yeah. being able to use that time and the freedom that comes with, you know, earning money mm -hmm. uh, to really, I don't know, do things such as travel more once yeah. COVID is, is over, hopefully oh, at some so. point, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, I don't know, maybe start a brand in, in the food space that could mm -hmm. be interesting. I've always wanted to have a coffee shop, maybe something along those lines. Like mm -hmm. some of those passion projects is I think what I'd love to like expand on a bit more. Yeah, no, that's great. And um, one thing I've seen too, like with COVID, and I keep talking about COVID, sorry, but um, it's been a, an accelerator for a lot of the things that we wanted to do, right? Because, yeah. you know, as you mentioned, like time is fleeting and it's hit a lot of us and it's like, yeah, like, why shouldn't I do that passion project? Like, why, why shouldn't I open a coffee shop? So um, if you do open a coffee shop, I will be one of your <laughs> great customers. <laughs> so great. I'll be there. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. I think this has been such a great conversation and Thank I look you. forward to um, the, you know, the future topics that we discuss in person. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Christine. <laughs>